You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is Thursday, September 30th, and this is the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. I am your host, Blair Angulo. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to continue our look at some of the top 25 teams in the recruiting class rankings with a look at Alabama right now sitting number three as we head into this big weekend, their game against Ole Miss. We are joined by Hank South. He's the Bama Online Insider over at 247sports.com. Hank, how are we doing? I'm doing good, Blair. How are you? Not too bad. I think we were just talking about, you know, off air uh, about what it's been like this year to be back on the road, to be back watching high school football, to evaluate in person. Bama, obviously, specifically with the Crimson Tide, it's it's been a little bit different now because I, I felt like last year in 2020, when everything was, you know, I, I think neutral for everyone, right? It was a it was a level playing field where there were no in-person visits, no in-person evaluations. But I think Bama Bama elevated itself a little bit more because when you were hopping on a Zoom call or a FaceTime or a video call, whatever you want to call it, and you were meeting with Nick Saban, you know, as opposed to maybe another head coach or another position coach, that's where Alabama was able to kind of pull its weight there last year in, in 2020. Yeah. And we saw it kind of off to a little bit of a rocky start. You know, everything got shut down in March of 2020. I think Bama was 60 something in the rankings. Um, they didn't have many commits. They had just seen um, their quarterback commit flip to North Carolina. Drake May, another kid decommit. So the class just wasn't off to a great start in terms of, you know, where we're used to seeing Bama. Then as as Nick Saban, as the staff, as they started to kind of figure out, you know, how this was going to work, um, as it looked like the dead period was going to keep getting extended, you know, visits were not going to happen throughout the summer. They weren't going to get that in-person evaluation. They really started to kind of figure out this whole virtual recruiting thing. You know, they did their virtual visits. Like you said, a, a Zoom call with Nick Saban is certainly um, a, a big thing in a recruits recruits eyes. Um, and, and we saw them really start to take off kind of late April into the summer and obviously end up signing the the highest ranked class of all time. So they really, really, uh, you know, hammered that down. And, you know, I, I've said this a few times throughout, you know, the last 18 months is, you know, w- when all this shut down, when, when recruiting went virtual, when everyone was on the same playing field, I, I think it really gave an advantage more so to the schools with the brands, with the schools, you knew what you were going to get um, and not as much schools trying to kind of show off what they have. We know what Bama has. And so I think in that sense, Bama was really aided on the recruiting front there. But, but then again, you know, they, they really worked hard. They have a huge staff. Staff. Um, obviously, they, they try to do the best at, at everything they can, and, and it, it really paid off for them in that 2021 class. Yeah, Alabama right now number three in the 2022 class team recruiting rankings behind Penn State and Notre Dame. But don't be fooled, Bama only has 15 commitments. Both of the, the schools ahead of them already have 20 plus. So obviously, the average per commit rating is very high for Crimson Tide, and, and we wouldn't expect any less. Uh, a big weekend this weekend, not only because they've got a big match up against Ole Miss, but a lot of recruits will be there, including a pair of official visitors. What can you tell us about that visitor list and what the Alabama coaches are expecting this weekend? 
Yeah, it's the first official visits of the of the football season. You know, we saw a ton in June, probably more than we ever have in in the month of June for Alabama. So a lot of those guys knocked them out then. But we'll we'll see two this weekend for the Ole Miss game. Devin Campbell, the five star interior lineman from from Arlington, Texas. This is a you know a pretty notable visit. Um, I, I think most of the you know the intel has kind of projected him to Texas at this point. Um, but if we know anything about Alabama, you know, and recruiting. Texas lean lineman, you know, we saw with the Brockermeyer twins last cycle. Bama's always in it. He has Bama in his top five. He, he's really connected with Doug Marone, the new offensive line coach. Um, he's built a good, pretty good relationship with Nick Saban. So worth watching, you know, whenever you're taking that official visit, especially, you know, with this high profile of a matchup with Ole Miss, it's, it's going to be a pretty big atmosphere for, for recruits to see. So we'll hopefully touch base with Devin Campbell coming out of the weekend, see, see where things stand if Bama makes a move for him. And then a guy you could probably tell us more about, but Javante Barnes, the four-star running back from Las Vegas, uh, made an unofficial visit in the summer. Um, and now we've really kind of seen Bama put their foot on the gas in his recruitment. You know, we saw Le'Veon Moss decommit um, last month. So Bama kind of has that um, that opening in, in its running back room. Looks like they're going to try to sign two backs like they usually do. And, and Javante Barnes might be the top guy they're, they're trying to get on board. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see where things stand with him. But I know Ole Miss is also, like I said, you could probably tell me more, but Ole Miss um, is also a school he's considering. So um, he's going to get a chance to, to see two of his, uh, his main main uh, contenders in, in action. Yeah, that's an interesting aspect of of some recruitments, right? Where recruits go to a game, but they're watching both teams offensively or defensively or checking out where he would fit on both. It's a bit convenient, but he will be at Bama this weekend. Javante Barnes, I, I think, is maybe one of the most undervalued running backs because this class at running back is a, is a pretty deep one. And, you know, he's, he's one of those players that I think was really affected because last year there was no season in the state of Nevada. Uh, none of those high schools got the green light to ever kick off. The school, the the seasons were pushed back for the spring. Then the governor never really allowed for, for football to start. So uh, we're, we're talking about a player who, for the most part, his most recent film was 2019 uh, sophomore film. And now he's putting together some of that senior tape. And, and I think we're st- starting to see some of these schools like Bama, like Georgia, like Ole Miss. USD's in the mix a bit. Uh, Oklahoma is, is highly involved as well. But I think all those schools are now kind of starting to really push, uh, knowing that they verified what they saw as a sophomore now in you know, the first few weeks as as a senior. So I think Alabama has a, has a really good shot with Javante Barnes. I know he's a physical, you know, kind of a grinder, uh, you know, running style as, as a running back. And I think he understands how effective that position is in the Bama's offense. And uh, I think he, he'd be, he'll be really interested to, to get back there and really meet with the coaches one-on-one again. Uh, we're joined by Hank South. He's a Bama online recruiting insider for the 24-7 Sports Network. You can follow him on Twitter at HankSouth247. Those were the official visitors. I know names and the visitor list always change, Hank, but have you heard of any new prospects or recruits or or, or maybe uh, got a running list of who you might be expecting in Tuscaloosa this weekend? Yeah, and, and you know it's it's gonna keep getting added to. Those are always to, evolving, man. Like yeah, <laughs> and we never, and we always have to verify too, right? Because right. Re- remember, these players are playing on Friday night. Yep. Sometimes they come up with a bum ankle or a shoulder or something, mm-hmm. and, and some some of these players don't make it to the game, or they decide to stay a little bit closer to another game. 
game. And, and so those are always evolving. Yeah, absolutely. I was actually talking to our Auburn insider, Keith Niebuhr, the other day, and I was like, you know, it's almost worth it just to kind of check in on Friday or even Saturday morning, see, see where yeah. things are at um, with these kids. But, you know, in terms of expected, it's okay to talk about that. Um, I think the biggest unofficial visitor, you make case for a few of them, but in terms of high profile recruit, Arch Manning, um, the number one quarterback in the class of 2023, we saw Nick Saban do a little Manning recruiting pitch on the Manning cast uh, during Monday night football um, when he joined Peyton and Eli Manning uh, during the, uh, the Monday night football game. Uh, this will be his second visit um, to Tuscaloosa. He was in campus or on campus for an unofficial trip in June. Um, and so this will be um, his his opportunity. I saw someone talking on the on the BIM online roundtable saying, oh, well, of course he's coming to the Ole Miss game. He's coming to watch Ole Miss. It's like, no, I mean, he he's very interested in Alabama. I, I think he has high, high level of interest in Ole Miss as well. But uh, this is certainly, you know, the, the level of interest is there with the Crimson Tide. They've been pressing for him for a while. Um, so it'll be interesting. You know, I, I don't expect Arch Manning to give an in-depth interview after the visit. So, you know, we'll, we'll see kind of what we're hearing behind the scenes in terms of where Bama stands, but certainly one of those top contenders. And outside of Arch Manning, looking back towards the class of 2022, I think probably one of the most interesting pair of visitors I, I would say is Curtis Perry, the top 100 defensive lineman from uh, from Montgomery, the Montgomery area. Um, he's been a guy that you know Bama offered real early in the process. That they've always liked him. He's been one of the most productive defensive players I've ever seen at the high school level. I think his junior season he racked up like 157 tackles and like 40 tackles for a loss. So he does he he does a lot um, at the high school level. And Bama has been on him for a long time. Maybe not pushing as hard here and there, but you know in the last month or so we've really seen Bama turn up the heat on Curtis Perry, and, and that's going to be interesting to watch. You know, I think, you know, grew up an Alabama fan, kind of has that, you know, inherent edge, I I guess you could say with with in-state recruits that we usually see. So we'll see what happens with Curtis Perry, but back on campus this weekend. And then another really interesting name that we've kind of just been on commitment watch for a couple months now is, is Barry on Brown, the four-star athlete out of Nashville, recruited as a wide receiver, but just putting up video game numbers this fall has, has really been impressive up in Tennessee. And he's expected back on campus as well. I actually talked to him um, last week because he said he wanted to make a decision in August. We obviously don't have a decision from him yet. You know, September was kind of a month we're watching, but he says it, it's, it shouldn't be too long. So, you know, maybe this weekend, if he gets that feeling or, you know, he has a good visit for, for his unofficial he already took his official back in the summer. So Barry on Brown's another um, big unofficial visitor. And then as you can expect with, with any of these big home games, you know, most of Bama's commitment list will be there. Ty Simpson, Bama's quarterback commit. He'll be there recruiting Jeremiah Alexander. You know, that I, th- I think we'll see probably all, if not close to all, the commitment list in town as well. A very interesting nugget there that you dropped. And we didn't really touch on this earlier this week about Nick Saban indirectly recruiting Arch Manning while he was a part of the Manning cast. The direct quote, if you missed it, was... As the quarterback, it's really important that you have good players around you. So <laughs> it was very, very methodical there by Nick Saban. And, you know, I've made this joke before. If you're Nick, I think all you have to do is really show those rings when you're, you know, at meeting with recruits in your office. Uh, but when you have a chance to go on national television and continue to expand that brand, just like he did in the preseason when he was disclosing Bryce Young's and uh, NLI deals and, and the, the worth and the value of what it what it is to be a quarterback at Alabama, uh, Nick Saban has, there's yep. a method to his madness. So it's very, very interesting. Yeah, absolutely. You know, he, he does everything with purpose, you know, whether it's talking to the media on a, on a Wednesday during a game when during a week when you got Mercer coming up and, you know, you want he, he wants to send a message to his team. He wants to send a message to recruits. So he's always, you know, there's always something behind what he's saying um, when, when he talks to the media. And, you know, he, he certainly took advantage of that opportunity. Oh, but not. He also threw in uh, the fact that what 73 
Alabama, former Alabama players on NFL rosters, whether active or on practice squads. So he made sure to throw that in there as well. So he, he, he was putting in some, some recruiting overtime on Monday night. I like it. Recruiting never sleeps. We're less than three months to go until the early signing period in mid-December. Hank, before we go, I know that this isn't the biggest recruiting weekend for Alabama this season. They've got a big matchup against LSU at home in early November, and it seems like that's when they're lining up their big official visits during the season as we charge towards that early signing day date. But when you look at this class, number three right now nationally with only 15 commitments, so a lot of room for them to add star power. What's one big area of need or one big storyline you're going to be watching as we make that charge towards December? Yeah, I, I'm just curious to see how how this fills out. You know, what what area we really see Bama try to address to close this class out? Because you look at their class now, that they have positions filled at, at almost every spot. So so they're you know they, they've spread it out. They're they're getting needs filled top to bottom. So you know how are they going to finish this? You know, going to be defensive line, which I, I think that that's where they're going to really try to address. Um, you know, the wide receiver receiver positions one of a lot of interest, like we just talked about, Barry on Brown. Um, you know, Evan Stewart's still out there, the five star receiver. He's expected for that LSU game on an official visit. You know, there's Shaz Preston, the, the big time wide receiver out of the state of Louisiana coming in on an official later this later this fall. And then another interesting area is, is that cornerback spot. You know, we saw Bama sign just a loaded defensive backs class in the class of 2021, highlighted by Kool-Aid McKinstry and, and Terion Arnold. But it looks like this class could potentially be even more impressive with the guys that are in play for, whether it be Earl Little Jr. from South Florida, Denver Harris, the five-star cornerback from, from Houston, and then Damani Jackson, the USC commit, who, you know, obviously he, he's reaffirmed his commitment to USC with, with Clay Helton getting fired, but a guy that's also going to be on campus for an official visit later this fall. So I, I think that's really an, an area of intrigue as well. So, you know, how, how is this class going to finish out? How high can it climb? Everyone wants to know, can it can it match last year's class? And I think that would be asking a lot. I know they kind of raised that signing cap. So I think we probably will see recruiting records get shattered with, with the amount of guys that can sign here coming up um, in, in, in the future. But um, I, I don't think we'll see it match that 2021 cycle because, you know, you factor in Jamison Williams and Henry Toa Toa. I mean, that that was just probably one of the best classes you're ever going to see in terms of recruits and, and, and transfer portal. But I do think Bama will contend for that number one spot here. Like you said, they only have 15 commits compared to Penn State and, and Notre Dame's larger list. So it should be interesting to see. A lot of quality in Alabama's class and a lot of quality in Hank Sout's information on recruiting Alabama. Bama Online, the 24-7 sports site uh, on the network. And, and Hank, thank you so much for joining us and can't wait to do it again. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me, Blair. All right. That was Hank South. You can follow him on Twitter at HankSouth247. He's the recruiting insider for Bama Online. If you like the show, please rate, review us, and throw us those five stars. Remember, stay locked in to 247sports.com for all the latest buzz and recruiting scoop on your favorite college football team. For Hank South and our producer, Lance Glenn, I am Blair Angulo. Thank you so much for listening to the 247 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast.